Why? Why? If you Why? have T-Mobile 5G home internet, you might be hearing this Why? a lot. Why? Every time your internet slows down during the busiest hours. Why? Why? Because your network gives priority to cell phone users. Why? Why? Good question. Why not switch to Cox Internet with two times faster download speeds than T-Mobile 5G home internet during peak hours? Okay. Stop the whys and visit cox.com slash 5G home for details. T-Mobile prioritizes certain T-Mobile phone users over home internet users during times of congestion. How powerful is Cox Internet? So powerful that one day, your daughter will be able to simulate a soccer match against some of the world's best players right from your backyard. Get gig speeds powered by fiber from Cox. It's internet built for tomorrow, today. Internet delivered through Cox's hybrid fiber coax network. Speeds vary and are not guaranteed. Cox terms and other restrictions apply. How can you tell if a ghost is nice? Or if he enjoys long walks in the woods? Or is fashionable? Our guest today, a mother-daughter duo, have several ghost stories to share. Some of the ghosts are nice, and some aren't. But one ghost has a very particular way that he likes to dress. Let's hear their stories today on Homespun Hates. Hello, Hainted Loves. Welcome to Homespun Hates. I'm Becky. And I'm Diana. And today on the show, we have two Atlanta-based podcasters that we met through the wonderful podcasting community, and they are here near me, which is also really, really cool. So just I just love it when I meet other Georgians. We've had a lot of people from Atlanta here on the show. It's, it's like it's really haunted here or something. I don't know. Hmm. <laughs> <laughs> Gotta spread the local love. Yes. So today is May 30th. 2022. And May 30th is kind of an important day, other than the fact that it's Memorial Day. Memorial Day, yeah. Yeah, and you're you're getting an episode on a holiday. How cool is that? You're welcome. We're working on a holiday for you. We could be out by the pool, grilling sausages, tanning our toes. <laughs> we might do that too. You never know. Yeah, that's true. That's true. Looking out for land sharks. But instead, we are here recording. We well, live in the ocean, so they don't. Ha- you don't have ocean sharks there, Diana. You've got those Oklahoma sharks in the oil fields. No, that's not a thing. Okay, moving on. I don't know. Forget, about, forget I said anything. <laughs> you would think if an oil field had any marine life, it would probably be like whales, right? Because like the blowhole and the oil sprays up. Hmm. Okay. The only place I've ever seen oil coming out of the ground is on television, so I just envision it looking like it does on the Beverly Hillbillies. Yeah, it's just spewing out. Yep, like a geyser of oil. Yeah, like a blowhole. That's how it works. Land whales. That's what we got. Land whales. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Speaking of land whales, somebody resurrected the blimp service here in Tulsa, apparently. I don't what? know why, but yeah, we, we were uh, grocery shopping the other day and we turned out of the grocery store onto the street and I'm like, wait, stop, wait, wait. Is that a dirigible? Neighbor's like, what? 
<laughs> Why would you even say that? Was it like a blimp or was it like a hydrogen powered, you know, with the little propellers on the side and everything like this could explode kind of dirigible? It could have been either. I was very far away from okay. it. So either way, it could have been oh, either. But yeah, wow. I, I mean, there is one of the buildings downtown that was built during the oil boom in the 19 19- teens slash 20s does have Mm -hmm. a blimp landing pad on the top (laughs) like that was that was what one of the big names in Tulsa was like you know what's going to be big in the future freaking blimps I want my own blimp landing pad on the top of this tall building I've built down in downtown Tulsa I think it was in the 19 teens but maybe it was a slightly later probably I don't know but yeah it was fascinating I took the architecture tour in Tulsa and they talked all about it so yeah somebody resurrected blimps there's there's a blimp popping around town for the last couple of days. Well, it's so apropos as today is National Dirigible Day. You're kidding. No, I'm totally kidding. However, oh. <laughs> <laughs> however, however, it, it is it is actually uh, a national holiday and an international holiday. Yeah, interestingly enough. So first of all, did you know that today is World Multiple Sclerosis Day? I didn't. Pretty important. We missed World Goth Day. I got really sad about missing that. Well, it was hot. My goth makeup just fell off my face, if you remember. You released a really cute TikTok on it, though. That's, Thank you. That's <laughs> yes, check out our TikTok. We do things on TikTok. So it's also <laughs> National Water of Flower Day, which my flowers are... Yeah, the cats like go water the damn flowers. Yeah, they are dying. Oh. Yeah, there's a lot of things. But the one that what intrigued me the most are... First of all, it is National Hole in My Bucket Day. Hole in My Bucket Day. Do you remember that song? There's a hole in dear my Liza. bucket, dear Liza, dear Liza. Yes. So it is. I, I really like the, the the remake, the slightly R&B type remake. I thought that was funny. Fun. I, I thought it was fun. You like the original, the hillbilly one? Well, I grew up with the hillbilly one. I'm sure this guy <laughs> did too, the one who did the remake. Probably. Well, anyway, apparently this day, like 400 years ago, that song came out. So it's National Hole in My Bucket. <laughs> it was number one on the charts 400 years I guess ago. So. <laughs> but, but here is the thing that you all might actually celebrate. So before you go out and build a dirigible landing pad or start drilling holes in your buckets, you might want to know that today is National Mint Julep Day. Oh, yeah. <laughs> That's a mm-hmm. lot less exciting than dirigibles and holes in buckets. Have you had a mint julep? I have. Oh, I yeah, would much rather yeah. have a dirigible. Oh, I love them. I love them. So if you don't know... Because <laughs> you're in the mint- South and you've got a porch. <laughs> yeah, it is such a like... I mean, it's Monday. It's such a Memorial Day drink, too. So I guess hmm. it makes sense that it... I mean, it's a great thing. So if you, too want to enjoy a mint julep on your front porch this Memorial Day while you grill up some sausages. You get sugar and water, right? You make yourself simple syrup with the sugar Mm. and water. And then you mix that with the bourbon. And you can muddle some mint in there. It's the mint julep. And amount of bourbon that you want to put in, up to you. You can also make it with gin, which is actually the way I prefer it because I'm a gin girl, not a bourbon girl, but it's not technically correct. 
And you just muddle that together, and you just sit on your front porch and sip your mint julep and watch the Kentucky Derby. In your derby hat. In your derby <laughs> hat with your mint julep. Yes. So today, telling y'all this is what you got to do. You got to go make yourselves a mint julep. And you have to water the flowers of the mint before you pick it. You can put the water in the bucket as long as it's got a hole in it. That's why all these things go together. Right, so right. It, it, you did say it is a mint julep. Where is the word julep from? It, it means a sweet drink. That's it? And Yeah. And it actually, well, it originated as like a medicinal sweet drink. Uh, like, Alcohol yeah, like a cordial, I guess, was originally uh -huh. like medicinal a little bit. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Exactly. Did you just pull that out of your ass or is that true? No, that's true. Okay. I, I wish I was that creative, but no. I'm, <laughs> I'm looking at a website to tell, saying that. <laughs> oh, okay. <laughs> I'm surprised that you knew off the top of your head, that's all. <laughs> One thing that's interesting about Mint Julep is our guest from our very second episode ever, and also she has sat in on some seances and things that she's done. She's always a good sport to participate in our weirdness is my neighbor Jennifer, who is from a town called Mount Joliet, Tennessee, which is named after the mint julep. No, get out, really? Mm -hmm. Mount mm -hmm. Juliet is short for mint julep? I guess they didn't want to call the town mint julep, so they adjusted it a little bit, but it was like a halfway point. And so people would like stop there and get mint juleps. There's a hotel there, I guess, that was famous for it. Or That's fabulous. Oh, I gotta look this up. Oh, I never knew that. I bet it got changed by somebody who is like upset about the fact that the town was named after alcoholic beverage. Some clergyman was like, we can't call our town Mount Julep. Yeah, Mint so we're going to call it Ju Mount, Mount Juliet. Mount Mount Julep. Julep. So we're going to call it Mount Juliet. Let's see if there's anything. The Wikipedia page is like tiny. That's not any information. Oh, it has a Stoner Creek Elementary. All right, let's find Mount Juliet, Tennessee name. But the yearbook staff has so much fun at Stoner mm -hmm. Creek Elementary. Well, apparently, I can't find a single website that says that. <laughs> I knew you were pulling it out of your ass. No, I wasn't. This is <laughs> this is what Jennifer told us. She lived there. so Jennifer needs to get on the Wikipedia page and edit it. <laughs> I guess so. Yeah, according That's to Jennifer, it was named after mint tulips. <laughs> Jennifer, you know what you need to do. You know what? This is this is the beauty of storytelling, though. Like, think about it. We just said it. We just said it on the air, right? So now Jennifer, when she edits the Wikipedia page, she can source us as her reference. Uh -huh. Even though we're sourcing her. That's very circular. But that's the way a lot of history works, actually. That is, yeah. And that's the way yeah. legends start and oral traditions and folklore start. So we're starting a new, well, we're, we're solidifying some folklore. She obviously heard this growing up, right? Mm -hmm. So we're solidifying this now. It's going to become part of folklore. Those of you that are residents of Mount Juliet, you're welcome. You've got a <laughs> new local legend. There you go. Well, speaking of locals, I'm very excited to bring on Melanie and Molly today, our two podcasting friends from Atlanta that are going to be joining us. However, before we do, I want to make sure that you are aware that we have a TikTok channel, as we already mentioned. Our handle is Homespun Haints, in case you didn't realize that already. And please do check it out. I've been working my little minty butt off 
Does that make any sense? I don't know why minty my butt bit. would be minty. Uh, maybe because so I sat in a spearmint. <laughs> it's so fresh. <laughs> God. Please, I have been working trying to get that TikTok channel built up. So I'd really appreciate it if you take a listen. Well, Diana, without further ado, let's bring on our guests. Today on the show, we have another episode with two people (laughs) on the show today. We have another group of podcasters, but these guys are really special because it's a mother and daughter podcasting team. We have Melanie and Molly. I'm really excited to have you guys on the show. Thank you, Melanie and Molly, for being here. Yes. Thank you for inviting us. We're super excited to be here. I'm very excited to have you. Also, you guys live like right around the corner from me. You are. Yeah. Yeah. What a small world. I saw that you were in Roswell and I was like, my neighbor. (laughs) On top of being mother and daughter and podcasters and fellow Atlantans, you guys have some ghost stories. Yes. A couple of ghost stories. Our first story comes from the mom of the duo, Melanie. Are you tired of websites that have been Frankenstein together? Oh, my website is so slow and creaky. Every time I use the search bar, it just returns Abby Normal over and over again. Becky's sister company, The Concept Spot, holds the secret to life itself and can create new life from nothing. In fact, we've been giving life to highly functional websites for the last 25 years using premium parts we swear we didn't salvage from graveyards. Ooh, check out that head image. Instead of going, my new website purrs. Need a blog? The Concept Spot can do that. Want an online store? We can do that to you. We build our sites from the cellular level. No reused templates or discarded body parts here, so we can make your site do whatever you want and look however you want. (gasps) It's gorgeous! I can't even see the stitches. We can also resurrect your dead website if rigor mortis has set in. Oh, it's like a new man. If you think homespun haints is frighteningly genius, you should see our websites. Let your favorite ghoulish gals, Becky and Diana, build you a monstrous website that will wreak havoc on the internet for years to come. Visit theconceptspot.com for more information. It's live! It's live! When I was in high school, we did all the, uh, as we called it then, metaphysical things. So I did crystals, and I had a friend who did tarot cards, another friend who did runes, and, you know, those kind of things. Anyway, my friend and I went to her cabin. I'm from Colorado, so she owns a cabin in the mountains. So, sorry. So her and I went to the cabins and then we were doing all of our little energy stuff. She's reading tarot cards and and I'm having her do my readings, whatever. And we went to bed. There was no electricity in there. So we had a candle. So when we went to sleep, we blew the candle out. And I woke up in the middle of the night And the candle was lit. And I was like, well, she must have had to get up and do something or whatever, because that's so weird. And as I looked towards the door, 
we were both sleeping in the same room in different beds. But as I looked towards the door, there was like a man standing there. And I was like, um, he should not. He looked like, I always say he's, he looked like Paul Bunyan. He was wearing a, like a flannel shirt and jeans. And he was just like a big, long, hairy guy. Which is not like super weird in Colorado. Right. So, yeah. Just for context. Right, exactly. <laughs> this is not Atlanta. <laughs> right. So her and I had, well, I had made a friend that went to school with her and he went by initials and I'll just give the initials CG. I was able to communicate with him telepathically and I start going, uh, CG, CG. There's something here. I'm freaking out. What am I going to do? What am I going to do? And he sends me this like vision of a pickle factory. And I was like, a pickle factory? What does this have to do with anything? Well, it calms me down enough to go back to sleep. So then I, um, <laughs> the pickle factory. You just went back to sleep. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> There's a bigger purpose here. <laughs> right. Exactly. <laughs> so when I wake up, I asked my friend, I'm like, there was, did you turn the candle back on? And she was like, no. And I was like, well, there was like this guy standing there and he just like waved at me and was like, you know, hey, and I freaked out. And she goes, oh yeah. Did he look like this? And she described him wearing the flannel shirt and the jeans. And I said, yes. I was like, was there a guy that came in here? She goes, no, that's, that's a local ghost that, Apparently, when she was younger, she had gotten lost in the mountains, and he had taken her back home to the cabin with her parents. So she knew who it was because she remembered him from helping her. So he was a good guy. He just came to check in on us because we were two like teenage girls just staying up in the mountains by ourselves, and he came... Turn the candle on somehow. With open flames, yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> that, whoa, okay. So your story brings up so many questions. <laughs> your friend was just like, oh, yeah, I got lost in the mountains, which is like a death sentence. And then this right. friendly hipster ghost helped me get back to my cabin. And he just yeah. shows up from time to time to check on me and make sure the light's on when I wake up. I mean, she was just cool with this. She was just totally cool with it. I guess it's because she's seen him since, like, she was little. But, like, if it was just a teenager, I would be like, hey. Like, I, I mean, I would not be like, hey. I would, <laughs> I would probably actually pee myself because yes. it was an actual ghost. Yes. <laughs> but, okay, so your friend just kind of took this in stride. But when she was a kid and she got lost and this ghost, I mean, what what was that like to be rescued by a ghost? Yeah, I don't know. Like, I guess I never really thought about her being rescued by a ghost because she just talked about it like, oh, he just checks in on me or whatever. Her mom passed away when she was really young. So I don't know if that if it was just like normal for her or anything. You're probably about our age, Melanie. And, and that was like, I mean, pretty typical, right? Just be like, yeah, the occult, whatever. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> That's what we do. I mean, now it's pretty normal too. I'm I uh, I have a lot of friends that are actually psychics, and uh, they have a lot more stories. Oh, I feel like our generation kind of grew out of it. 
in a weird way. Kind of, yeah. I I actually, I work in a bead store with gemstones. And it was probably about four, five years ago. And like I said, I used to work with crystals. And about four or five years ago, one of my coworkers said something about the stones that we were working with. And I was like, oh, yeah, these are like, (laughs) crystals like what I used to do I never even thought about that I'd already been working there 10 years and <laughs> <laughs> yeah. but, oh they're not just pretty beads they have energetic energy yes ex- that we used <laughs> exactly. to value when you saw this this hipster ghost in Colorado what was his presentation to you what did what did he do why was he there what do you think he was getting at other than just visiting I think he was just checking on us. He just stood there, waved and smiled. And that was like, just in the doorway. And then after I closed my eyes and saw the pickle factory, I opened him back up and the candle was out and he was gone. Oh, okay. So the candle was part of the vision. Yeah, like he just wanted to turn the candle on to make it maybe he needed the light to to see us that we were sleeping safely and whatever. So he smiled and waved at you like, yeah. oh, hey, like, you saw me. Yeah, hey, I was just yeah, in. hey, and everything's okay. <laughs> I'm, I'm good. I'm good. You know, I'm safe. Because I never felt, other than like scared that I was seeing a ghost, I never felt afraid of him. You know, even though a man standing in the cabin when we were uh, there alone, just two teenage girls, was, yeah. was huh. not right. <laughs> But I knew, <laughs> I somehow I just it. knew he was a ghost because he just smiled and waved. And Was he pasty? No, he looked like a, just a regular person. <laughs> oh. He That's wasn't weird. like your ghost that was a real person. That was just pasty. <laughs> so your friend who talked about this ghost, did she said that he came periodically. It wasn't just when she was lost in the woods and then that one time. She saw him like throughout her entire life, it sounds like. Yes, I believe so. Okay. Mm-hmm. Did she have a name for him? No, uh, but we went down into town and it just so happened that the town was basically closed. But we went down to town to try and look up who he was and and we never went back. Well, together, I'm sure. I mean, she owns the cabin, so I'm sure she's done something with it. (laughs) Right. There's so many little mining ghost towns in the mountains there. Uh It's it's hard to say if he would have died in recent history or could have been a spirit from 100 years ago. Right, exactly. He felt like a long, long time ago. A hipster in the past. A hipster in the past. He was like... That was definitely before hipster. (laughs) (laughs) Exactly. He made the trends. I have another uh, quick story about the metaphysical type of things. So CG, he he had this car that had a phone in the dash, and this was like in the late '80s. So it was just really crazy that he had a car phone, and this is how I knew that I could communicate with him telepathically. I had left my crystals in his car accidentally, and all of a sudden, I got this awful feeling, and I was like, we have to call CG, and we have to call him on his car phone right now. Well, of course, we didn't have car phones, and he lived in a different city than where we were, so we had to rush to her house to make a long-distance call, (laughs) and I was like, we have to call him on his car phone. There's something wrong. And when we did get a hold of him, 
He had just been carjacked and he was fine. They, you know, the car, he still was with the car and everything, but they just came up and just beat him up because it was a convertible. And he just, it was just so weird that I knew that's how I knew I could communicate with him like that because, because I knew when he got hurt that we had to call him on his <laughs> car phone. But he, he was okay because obviously he still had the car phone. So yeah, he, he got away. He, he was okay. Right. Yeah, he just they they left. I guess the the people that were beating him up because you know it took us a long time to get to her house to call or whatever. And in fact, the three of us also had this talk one time. We were driving in his car, and she starts talking about past lives, and she remembers. All three of us remember the exact same moment as different people. So she remembers from her perspective, he remembers from his perspective, and I remember from my perspective an event that happened. It was actually the Salem Witch Trials. I was just there watching it, but she was the one, she was being burned at the stake, and he was a priest at the that was in love with her so i've always believed you reconnect with the people until you make it right wow and you guys are friends again and you have this link right yeah well i i don't talk to um to him at all but she's one of my best friends for forever we have a strange way that we connect it to but but there was a reason that we were brought together and, and we've been friends since we were in high school. Do you feel like those are past lives that you were experiencing of your own? Or do you feel like you just kind of teleported into somebody else's memories? I feel like they were past lives of our own because like, she can remember exactly how she was feeling and he could remember how he was feeling and me, I remember just standing there watching it. So whether I was maybe not, like you said, you know, just feeling some other person's emotions or whatever, or like I had gotten dropped into that spot. But I I feel very distinctly that I was there. I just was just a regular old person. <laughs> I wasn't any spectacular or anything. Hey, that's good. (laughs) I know. The story of my life, like always boring. It's like, ah, you just, she's just like a regular person. (laughs) It's better than getting burned at the stake. (laughs) Yeah, exactly. That was a good time to be a regular person. (laughs) Right. (laughs) You have a vision and you're, they're like, witch. And you're like, oh, wait, what? (laughs) I had another question. Speaking of CG and when you connected with them, when you saw the ghost, and he sent you an image of a pickle factory. A pickle said? factory, right? Like, did you? Did you ever find out what that meant? Figure out what that meant. I have no idea what that meant, and I, I honestly, I've never really even looked into it because, unless you know, I was like, I don't understand if he was just like trying to distract me with yeah. some random weird. Because <laughs> you ended factory. up going to sleep. So, yeah, I was able so, to go to so, sleep. Like, I guess the pickle factory worked. Like. <laughs> Actually, I kind of want to go to a pickle factory now (laughs) to learn how to make pickles. You can just look it up online. I know I have. Uh, (laughs) Maybe that's why. Maybe Molly's meant to be a pickle maker. Pickle heiress. Yeah, you're meant to be a pickler. (laughs) 
And then, and so he was like telling me way back then, you're going to have a daughter who's going to be a pickler. Maybe. Pickled eggs, pickled sausage. I saw that one day and I was like, people, not to knock anyone's yum, but I don't. don't." Pickled sausage? Yes. I went to, like, I went to a friend's house and they had like this big tub of pickled sausage. And I was like, you eat that? No offense, but you eat that? (laughs) (laughs) After hearing Melanie's stories, we can't wait to hear from her daughter, Molly, and learn of her unusual experiences. So, Molly, you had stories from your generation that were different. So, I I read astrology charts, actually. Like, I have a clientele. Like a little clientele, but still a clientele. (laughs) (laughs) And I read astrology charts and oracle cards, and I'm really into like metaphysical stuff. And my friends are all very like spiritual. And I have a few that like I met through the internet, actually, which is kind of weird, but they're like psychics and they've literally, literally predicted stuff that happened like months before it happened one she's on tiktok actually and she does readings her name's julissa's palace she's okay. great check her I, out little plug yeah <laughs> name dropping just, just say that molly sent you, you know, <laughs> she's so awesome funny. and um yeah they're they're just great people so having all these eccentric friends and these like psychic experiences and proof of psychic activity when did your mom tell you that she had a psychic connection with her high school friend, CG? Okay, so she she never really told me until I started talking about it myself. Because with me, I like had imaginary friends that I don't think were imaginary. Because mm-hmm. like when kids are young, they're so like, I guess, open. Like their third eyes open more, so they see a lot more spirits. And they're more in tune with, like, I don't know if you believe in past lives, but, like, stuff that has happened in, like, the past. It could be ancestors, whatever you want to say, or if it was your past life. Okay, so I remember imaginary friends, but I don't remember them because I think, like, I kind of blocked it out. Because I didn't really have nice imaginary friends. They were not, yeah. Yeah, they were, they were um, frightening. She had oh. one that was named Vacky, and Vacky would do really awful, horrible things to her, like push her down the stairs. And Vacky would like lock her in her bedroom. And when I would come in there, Molly, well, this is when she went straight into therapy, but <laughs> she started like cackling at me because I was like, what is going on? She was like in this alternate zone or something like that and I started crying because I was like what is happening to my baby and she just starts going (laughs) and I was like 911 or therapist (laughs) and she was Mm -hmm. in in therapy the next day (laughs) because I was like I don't know what the heck is Vacky was Vacky was the worst do you remember that Molly no, I do remember getting pushed down the stairs or like getting like grabbed or choked if I wouldn't do things that like Vacky didn't that Vacky wanted me to do. 
I remember falling down these like wooden stairs one time because I got pushed because I wouldn't do something. And then Oh my oof. gosh. I also I remember but I don't really remember what Baggy looks like anymore. Luckily. Yeah. Do you remember what she wanted you to yeah. do? I think it was a boy, oh. to be honest. Baggy was a boy? Yes. So he wanted you to do Yeah, things. like like nasty things not nasty but like like mean 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 spirited yeah mean spirited like like push an animal or like hurt an animal and i wouldn't do it and so i would get hurt instead yeah Yeah. vacky was a i used to just say vacky's not allowed in our house anymore so did you have to do any like energy cleansing or anything to get rid of him like how did you make him go away i think it was just more so when my mom was like, Vacky's not allowed to be your friend anymore. Okay. So it was like intention. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I, I just said, Vacky, Vacky can't come in this house anymore. Vacky's not allowed here anymore. And it stopped then. And and then Molly, because she, she was doing things that sometimes Vacky would tell her to do. So I got her also into equine therapy. And that really helped. Somehow the horse really helped because I think once you started with the horse, you you never talked about Vacky again. So it might have been like that animal spirit just was like, okay, she's my friend now, not yours. <laughs> yeah. That's good. How old were you, Molly? Like three, four. Oh, wow. Oh, my goodness. Yeah, she was and, real little. Two and, and Two or three. So... My thing is, is that, like, I I remember a lot still to this day. I remember, like, stuff from when I was four or three. I have, like, really freakishly good memory about certain things. Like, when (laughs) when my family tells me to do stuff, I purposely forget it. (laughs) But (laughs) when I, like, when I remember, like, when my friend tells me something, I'll be like, actually, you said this at this time. <laughs> and then, like, okay, why do you remember this? And she literally remembers things from when she was like two or three. Like, I'm like, how did you even remember that happened? You were two years old. How did that happen? That was 20 years ago and you were only two. <laughs> do you remember if Vacky was a man or a boy? I think that Vacky was a man. It was like a boy. A boy. Like, I know back mm, was a boy. It was like maybe a 10-year-old. Yes. So significantly older okay. than yourself, yeah. but not an adult. Yeah, yeah. But I okay. feel like what it was, it wasn't It was an adult, but they put themselves in a kid's body to make me more comfortable. Oh. Mm. That's creepy. That's creepy. Yeah. Things I'm learning. <laughs> yeah. Ugh. Becky had a similar uh, friend that wasn't a friend of me. Wow! When she was a kid, so yeah, that's yeah. I'm I'm like you, Molly. Oh my gosh! Maybe it's because we have creepy friends. Yeah, I was like um from like when I was four or five, and he was a man, like a twenty something man, and just would torment me, like just come into my bedroom at night and just pace around. I think he had. Like what, whatever he was, he had some sort of untreated mental something going on, like anger management or bipolar or something. I don't want to use those right. terms negatively, but whatever was going on with him was definitely not treated and he was dead and would 
pace around and yell at me and it was very frustrating especially for a, young a child four year old you're like okay yeah. i don't know how yeah. to help you dude like uh <laughs> yeah and my parents were like oh it's so cute yeah, <laughs> but no he it's is not normal. he is an adult he's <laughs> <laughs> not cute he's not cute <laughs> she kept getting in trouble when he would destroy her stuff <laughs> yeah oh. yeah yeah he would destroy my things and i would oh get my god, god. too yeah yeah, Vaki did do that kind of stuff. Like, I mean, like, other than pushing her downstairs and locking her in her room. and But she never got in trouble for it. Because she would say, you know, Vaki did this or whatever. And I always believed that Vaki was doing it. So she never got in trouble for, like, cutting up anything or, you know, breaking anything, whatever. That's really cool of you, Melanie. Yeah. <laughs> Good yeah, job. But I mean, I'm Good just job. thinking as a mother myself, how terrifying that. Must oh, yeah. That, you that, to, that, that laughter. Like watch your, watch your baby go through that. Yeah. yeah. It was that, that laughter was when she did that cackle was the last straw. I actually called my sister and I was like, I don't know what to do. <laughs> this is, mm-hmm. it was awful and scary. Do you think she was possessed briefly? It's possible mm-hmm. because it was not her. Oh, she was God. always just like a happy, just, just a happy, silly little girl, always. And so that was a total different her. What if I am Vaki? Oh, oh my gosh. <laughs> yeah. Who do you push downstairs? Oh, no. <laughs> no one. Like Insidious, like those movies, how they have when that guy gets the pictures taken of him. Oh my gosh, like what? Um, you take too many selfies and you look like you in your selfies. So but no. he looked like him in his selfies too. Still, Melanie, great job believing your daughter through the whole thing because we, ha- we hear from so many adults who have trauma from their moms not believing in their ghost stories. So many adults mm-hmm. are so severely traumatized yeah. by that. So well, I'm sure well, you did you. the best yeah. thing possible for your kiddo in that situation yeah. where there's no no right answer really. Well, I will say really quickly, I'm sure if you were actually still possessed, all of those friends that you have that are psychic would notice. True. So I'm sure you're fine. Exactly. Exactly. Well, Melanie and Molly, thank you so much. Those were great stories. Thank you for being on the show. This was such a pleasure to talk to you and we'll be in touch because we're neighbors. Yes. yes. <laughs> I can't wait to meet you in, in person. It's really nice to meet you guys. Oh, this yeah. is wonderful. It was Yay. a lot of fun. Thank you both. Sure. Great meeting you too. Yeah. <laughs> thank you. <laughs> Our show notes can be found at homespunhates.com and you can also follow us on social at Homespun Haints on Instagram, Twitter, TikTok, Pinterest, and Facebook. And then, of course, always our YouTube channel, youtube.com slash Homespun Haints. And in the meantime, if you happen to run into land whales, you're going to have a really spooky day. Homespun Haints is hosted by Becky Kielimnik and Diana Doty and produced by Homespun Haints Media LLC. Editing and music by Becky Kielimnik. Show notes by Diana Doty. If you have a ghost story and you'd like to be considered as a guest for this podcast, please visit our website at homespunhaints.com slash submit.
Whether you want a laid-back trail to hit with friends or you're planning something more adventurous, All Trails Plus is your guide to making the most of your time outdoors. Get outside today with three free months of All Trails Plus with code PODCAST23 at alltrails.com slash podcast. Deep in the bowels of Oklahoma exists a passageway that has remained locked for decades, untouched by mortals. We don't know why it was sealed nearly a century ago, but we are thirsting to find out. Do you have the same insatiable curiosity as us to see what lies beyond his threshold? On September 24th, 2023, we will unveil the shadows together via live stream as we open this sealed passageway, slaking our thirst for arcane knowledge. And we want you to be there with us. Virtually, of course. This may be dangerous. We don't have liability insurance. Oh my eye! But what will we find? Is this passageway a sealed tomb, a hideaway for treasure, a portal into another dimension? Maybe it's aliens. Even we won't know until September 24th, and you can be there to discover the secrets with us. I'm not scared. Visit homespunhaints.com slash basement to RSVP for this event and find out how you can participate in this interactive adventure with us. As long as there's darkness to explore, we shall remain its loyal devotees. RSVP now and immerse yourself in the abyss of the unknown that is Diana's basement. <laughs> Visit homespunhaints.com slash basement.